Do you know what I've been feeling like lately? I don't know. Like a sexy fucking athlete. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. You're confident. You think well, you move well, huh? I've always felt pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got that down. But I, I've, I've been feeling athletic and sexy lately okay so what is like upside down sex well no ever since ever since i do uh, like the heisman while you're banging well i did i did this heineman i did the mo i did (laughs) i did mobility i went through our performance absolutely loved it and then i decided i loved it so much that i wanted to merge it with black because black is my baby right Mm. um and i thought if black and green could have a baby what would it look like yeah and First I, of all, I'd like to watch that sex happen. Be That'd be it. some hot Very sex. Interesting. Woo! And I feel yeah. like it has created this athletic, sexy version of myself that I could not be more happy with. Can I say something real quick? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Please do. And, and don't be embarrassed, guys. It's okay. Us? I, I, Please. Yes. I see how lately you've been eyeballing me up and down. Uh, I too have incorporated uh, the mobility aspect uh, into my training, along with. I see. Uh, I even wearing shorter and shorter shorts, and uh, I feel better than I've ever felt. Uh, I look better than I ever look, and uh, my sexiness level is now uh, level thirty-five. Your meat factor is ten. So people need to know this. I don't think they realize this. If you already own green and black. You get this mod for free now. Right. This is what we promise to our listeners that have been with us for a long time is this is only the beginning. We're going to continue to put out more free content for you guys. We've launched the YouTube channel. We're pumping that full of free content every single day. Now we're starting to drop mods that teach people how to take this programming and modify it. The most recent one that we just created. So if you own green and black, it's absolutely free for you. You get this sexy athlete mod. It shows you how to meld them together. If you don't have them, you can go to mindpumpmedia.com, enroll in the Sexy Athlete Bundle. It's MAPS performance and MAPS aesthetic combined. We teach you how to meld them together. And by the way, it's discounted. You actually get a fat discount for enrolling in both of them at the same time. Again, Sexy Athlete Bundle. Green and black. It'll My, get you stacked. Mindpumpmedia.com. The old man by the she. <laughs> what? An old character? He's cranky. You have characters, Justin, that you and make? he's got this, this weird fucking lisp at the bottom of his mouth. Do you really make a... Are you like Joey from uh, Full House? 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I told you that already. For sure he had plenty of imaginary friends. I'm the guy like, you know, fast as possible, you'll never touch me. Oh my- <laughs> Wow. Right? It's like, <laughs> that guy in the fucking moose one. The- do you know how... I'm just going to paint the picture for you. Hey, Bullwinkle. You're at home. It's dark. It's late. You're by yourself. Yeah. You hear that voice in the background. Do you shit your pants, run out of the house, call hey, the police? Though, Which I, one do you do? I've been watching you in the corner. Ugh. Or, or, or <laughs> do you do like... Masturbate. Or do you do like... <laughs> Adam would continue. He's like, this ain't going to stop me. He's focused. Don't, st- don't stop on my account. <laughs> What's up? What's up, Doug? What, yeah, we, what, what, what uh, the fuck are we doing here? Please, God, no help idea. us. I have no idea. We got shirts to give away. Shirts! Shirt We've got so many shirts. T-shirts. Here they're coming. Yeah. We had four. Fly them to you in the air. We have 14 reviews this last week. And uh, we like more than that, but that's pretty good, actually. It's not bad. Not bad at all. We'd like 45. Yeah, but fourteen's good. Fourteen is a good number. I want forty-five reviews. Wow! I don't get, I shoot for the stars, bitch. I do it. I so what we do? You're I just want to let everybody so know this very scientific process that we go through is we look at all the reviews and we choose our favorite ones. Mm-hmm. That's basically how it is. It's got to be a good, heartfelt one. Uh, funny is okay, 
but you know one that we think is genuine those are the ones mm. that we really consider the most and then mm. we send you a badass t-shirt absolutely for free but we love everybody's reviews. So. We like them all. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't get a shirt, we still love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let me read them off. It's Alex. I'm not sure it's helped. I I, I believe this is a forum member as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jice55, Alex Salcedo, mm-hmm. and Murdered by Distortion. <laughs> like, that sounds like a cool ass band. That's like Adam's ass. That's Murdered like- by Distortion. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of an R&B band. Oh. Murdered by distortion. (laughs) (laughs) So all of you, please send your iTunes name, the one I just read off, to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Girl, don't murder me. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can also include your shirt size, your shipping address. We'll get that right out to you. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Can you cut out... Can you cut out Adam's audio? Yeah. I want one of those, especially when he chomps. I want those little, it. I want one of those little clickers, but I want it connected to Sal's. <laughs> so when he his fucking what, bare breaths. What, what, I don't second. think that was. I didn't hear. I didn't hear any breathing on Sean's. Hold on a second. You fucking breathe, bro. Right. Loud, dude. Hey, you're like a. He's like suffering. You're like your dog. Hey, he's I, eating some like uh, uh, fruit. And if I weighed 175 pounds, you wouldn't hear me either. It has nothing to do with that, bro. <laughs> yes, it does, dude. There's no, a, bitch. I've seen you, when you have pre-contest. I've seen you post-contest. It's always the same. That's because I've always got a ton of muscle on me, bro. When you need a lot of muscle. You got to eat a lot, a lot of oxygen, a lot of blood. Why does it just to breathe like you? Justin's right? a horse, and bro, he weighs as much as you do. Probably weigh the same. Exactly. Yeah. I got more it, muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fat doesn't require that much oxygen. Your, I don't know. I want to test that one out. I think we'll it's test your, that theory. Is it your cheeks? Yeah. Yes. Bro, what's that? Listen, I take a punch better. Really. What's uh? <laughs> so you said you fucked up your mustache because it looks skinny at the top. It's a little bit like uh, creepyish. You cannot, you cannot <laughs> like with pen, pencil status with you yeah. and your Hitler mustache over there. You cannot <laughs> say anything to it. You can't say my, whole, my mustache comes all the way out. He's got, he's, he's got opposite Hitler uh, <laughs> yeah. mustache. You yeah, sort, of, your, sort of stops in the middle. You and your reverse Hitler can't say shit. Reverse Hitler. Well, yeah. Sal yeah. is the reverse Hitler. He is. I uh, love Jews. Good. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Everything in reverse. In reverse. Yeah. No, but I have. Uh, uh, it doesn't grow in the middle. But you, you purposely made. I didn't purposely. I was lining my shit up, and every once in a while this happens, you know, I I nicked it a little bit, oh, and yeah. so I had to bring it up a tiny bit. You it. can't rock it like it, like put a lightning bolt. Just shave the whole thing. I mean, yeah. honestly, if I uh, if I really wanted, to, I actually would do it like this. I think it looks cleaner with a thinner line all the way across. No, you of all people have. <laughs> can, when it comes to style or Adam, can you please tell everybody about how hard Sal was selling his shorts yes. this morning? Today, yes. Today, Sal, so excited. This is only you know. So I would, fucking I, excited. We please, please describe. Exactly. We weren't going to bring that. We weren't going to bring this up because no. uh, I'm not one. I'm not going to. I'm not trying to put no, the guy no. down. We're not no. trying to kick him while he's down or anything like it's that. Fine. But what do you mean, kick me while I'm down? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's coming in with like his face is beaming. Yeah, yeah. he just he yeah. came in so excited today to show us his shorts. Bro, I've never. I never knew this. And I don't know. I can't believe I didn't know this. He got some white starter shorts from fucking Walmart <laughs> yeah. for six dollars, and he was. Can ex- I say something right now? Excited to let me share t- let me the tell style. You, let me tell you something. Justin and I. I went. I went to Walmart because I'm looking for some camping supplies, and I'm walking in, and I, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna look at workout because I don't give it fucking workout clothes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm walking through, and they got shorts, and they look decent. 
and they're six dollars. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> they're disposable shorts. I can I, believe. I, totally I can, can throw them away it. after I've a couple seen of clearance sales. Uh, yep, uh, at you know, yeah, Walmart and Target. I'm not buying my workout clothes anywhere else besides our awesome shit. Well, obviously, we have great stuff. Well, considering, but that, I don't really like to work out in our let's stuff. Just say we're glad that Adam's nice. in control of our uh, apparel department. Yeah, right. Yeah. Could you imagine if this guy oh was? My God. I got this great idea, guys. <laughs> we're going to sell this for five. Let's bucks. sell five dollars yeah. shorts. Yeah. We're going to make these yeah. jackets. They're called parkas, and they're going to need yeah. starter makes them. And they're oh my God, they actually, got, they have these really cool safari hats. <laughs> you know, I got it at a truck stop. Actually, I wouldn't talk shit about this, the the parkas because those will probably come back in style. Remember the starter parkas we used to buy in, in junior high and shit? Well, there those are going to come people back. Would probably buy those. You're right, and there is there is a chance that uh, you may luck out if you just keep staying to your style right here. Here in about ten years, we may make our way back yeah. around. Here's what them. I, I I'm, starting, you, I'm starting to wear Stussy again. Yes, well, Stussy has Stussy. made a comeback. Stussy, <laughs> no, has, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> Damn it, Stussy has made. That was a, totally a joke. No, Stussy has totally made a comeback. Actually, uh, I don't know. What yeah. about, oh, okay, fine. Can no, I wear, no fear. Can I wear okay, my Cavrici? I'm doing no fear now. Yeah, can I wear a bolo? Like can South. I wear a bolo tie? A bolo tie and Cavrici's? Or is that still not right? Not back yet. Still not good. You know what? what we little by little we got the chucks, we got the black socks. We're, I know we were on a roll, and yeah. then you came in and, and disrupted the whole thing. It, I don't know, bro. I, I I like the way they look, and they feel good. They hug me a little bit. <laughs> well, that was the funny part. Was I would have never said it. I wouldn't. I'm not wanting to tease anybody with the way I dress, but you came in. No, it's because you're selling it. So yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. Because I'm excited, bro. It's six dollars. Six dollars. Fuck. <laughs> six dollars shorts. Well, yeah, you could get. Really I could buy cheap. four pair. You could go to Goodwill, and you could probably get them for four. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> Where can I get them for four dollars? Probably at Goodwill. You're yeah. kidding me. No, yeah. dude. I'm what sure. the fuck? I have a little people. Why am I going to Walmart? There, I don't know. That's why I'm, that's I'm what, going to Goodwill. Yeah. I mean, if your if your sole purpose is just to truly save money on shorts, then yeah. Well, then it's not that. We. It, it's I just mean, that. It's just that. You're saving a lot of money, considering that we're <laughs> considering we're on video like eighty percent of our lives now. I think it, I think it would be okay to actually buy some things that are somewhat nice. It's all right. It is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it's okay to spend a little bit of money. Well, on. I mean, if you don't like them, I'll just take them off. I mean, only like a million, a we'll few, only a few million underwear. people are going to see you wearing those goofy ass shorts now. I they're mean, not goofy. Probably. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just they're, they're just can, they're just good priced. They're pretty goofy. They're not that goofy. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty goofy. <laughs> they're not that goofy. <laughs> we'll take a picture. If they uh, actually, they would be goofier if they had something written across the butt. That's the only thing that would make ooh. them goofier. Oh my God, I was almost bought some. That would yeah. be, I was this close. If, yeah. yeah, if it said something like, I was like, this close. Yeah. Juicy, juicy or like... Smelly. Bu- yeah, bubbly yeah. or... Yeah, <laughs> smelly. Probably more like smelly. Yeah, <laughs> smelly. Dude, uh, so you want to know what's irritating? People still don't know gym etiquette. So I'm in the steam room this morning. Hot as hell. Fucking dude walks up. Old guy opens the door and just holds that fucker open. Just like, just let all the steam out. Oh, so I'm like, man. hey, yeah, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, oh, I'm just trying to get some steam. I'm like, well, then f- come in, then come in, yeah. Like, what's your shit, dude? He's opening it, just standing there, Bro. just like inhaling it. Yeah, he just opened it and just what like, an idiot. yeah, just being an asshole for like more than just like a few seconds. It was, well, I no, I let it happen for a few seconds. I'm like, maybe he's just trying to acclimate so he can walk in. Yeah, and he's just watching everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you coming in or what? And he goes, oh no no, no I'm just want I want to get some steam. He's like, I'm vaping. No no, hold on. Yeah, and he stayed there. And oh, he stayed yeah. there. I'm like, no no no, you need to either come in or leave. <laughs> Fucking guy. So I saw your gold medal <laughs> guy. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. All he was wearing. In fact, he was wearing oh, those. Man, I want to see. This. He was wearing the white shorts you're wearing right now with a white. Well, I mean, with a, you know, with a, he's got a good sense with of with a white top, his tall white socks, his white sneakers, and then he had the two gold medals hanging around, and he was training with Jerry. He's I saw, champion. Oh, you know yeah, what? I did see him. Yeah, he's a champion. I, w- I wanted did to you go, say anything to him. No, I, they were on their. They were literally walking. I was. Uh, oh, I know why you were scared. I was. He was going to say something about your calves. Too. He was. I was doing seated calves, <laughs> so I had a, probably an advantage because I was. I had a pump, so I thought, you know what? I should go over there, introduce my. 
myself and then tell them that hey, my friend with the small calves, you talked to him the other day. Yeah. What do you think about mine? Can I just yeah. say? <clears throat> can I just say I would like to be able to walk around with the medals on? Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just have a medal, or actually, what's better, wearing medals and walking around, or wearing a championship belt? Mm. Ooh, championship you know I mean? belt, legit. Yeah. That's, if you're wa- just a fucking, and it yeah. just says world champion on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty legit. I think we should make some. I just want like a belt buckle. Yeah, I mean, like a little jazzy like a, one. You mean like uh, from uh, like the rodeo guys? Get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rodeo, huge, rodeo guys. It's all yeah. bedazzled. And I it's do. Like, it's it's badass. I do. I got some big belt buckles that were yeah. that, that was in style for a minute. That's there. what we'll bring back. See, you gotta the be big, you gotta be fashion uh, uh, forward. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah not, just, not like yeah, void just, of like ten fucking. Decades. That's what Justin says to him when he gets in the car. Yeah. Hey, bro, it's fashion forward, not fashion backwards, dude. You're, yeah. fucking, yeah, you're taking <laughs> us back. You're yeah. We're supposed to be trend setting. We're not supposed to be following trends that should have died a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually. That's a good, a good, ex- you. a good example of clothes that you can find at Walmart or stuff that was in style like ten years ago. It's no, true. it's That's just what, like third what? world countries. Let me explain something to you. When I work out, I like to sweat, and so I, I get clothes that are comfortable to sweat in. And if I see shorts that I can wear that are six dollars versus th- you know forty dollars shorts, who cares? Six dollars, bro, yeah. and they're and I throw them away. After three, four words. Five, you know what I'm saying? Five dollar. You know, I remember. Bitch, uh, I you, gym you came shorts. to the. Hold on a second. Adam, you came to the gym in a shirt that literally was fucked up. It wasn't even, it was just fucked up. There was holes all over the place. Yeah, but that was part of the style. <laughs> and I wore it with cut off no, sweats. No, just because you say that doesn't make it yeah, right. You can still take. Okay, so here. Okay, in the defense of your $6 shorts. You can still take things. Like, I have T-shirts from Target. In fact, one of my favorite shirts is from Target. So there's no, no knocking on saving money. But. There is Wait, targets like Walmart. Well, well, yeah, they're cheaper clothes. Oh, okay. Cheaper clothes, right? I don't know. So that's my my point is that I'm not I'm not like this snooty little bitch that says you have to spend a ton of money. <laughs> well, you on just short sounded right. like one. No, right. no, no, no. It's just that you feel it, like I'm working with two of them. If you just gotta look for you know unique stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah and you it's gotta. Well, you can, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody wear these shorts. <laughs> yeah, you probably won't. Yeah, you could put <laughs> you could put things together. You know what I'm saying? You could use. He's gonna end up closing this by the time. We're no, he won't. Not when it comes shorts. to stuff like that. There's definitely no. Right. Way. Yeah. In fact, it'll be the other way around. Before the yeah. end of this episode, he'll probably take the shorts off. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. No, no, no. There's there's ways you can and take put on Adam's tights, uh, cheaper alf- no. al- outfits, and you could put them. My legs won't put fit them no. together, <laughs> and and be just fine. It's not about the dollar amount. Yeah, but there's uh, a reason why it's six dollars. I feel you huh? because you mentioned back in the day, right? Like what you used to wear and rock the school when you didn't have fucking shit for money. Like, yes, there's a way you can do it. Yes, absolutely. No, no, no yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there's you can definitely pull off. No doubt. You can have swag and not have to spend a ton of money. I, I mean, I like nicer things, and I know Katrina teases me all the time. I'm, but I'm also that person too. You could you could lay three shirts, three hats, all different things in front of me, and say you pick which one you like the best. And naturally, I'm drawn to the stuff that tends to be more expensive. I can't help it. I but I also that's, believe that's that my a lot of stuff, like, yeah, a lot of stuff like that is it's it's the quality of it. It's made nicer, you know. It just kind of comes. We'll, we'll see how long they last. Yeah, yeah I worked out pretty hard in them today. They'll probably last a long. Yeah, time. they're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, God. It's going to snatch your shorts off. Oh, my God. It's going after his shorts. Hold on to him. Chimera Quaz. Today's Quaz is being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. 
Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Our first question is from Dre Dre44. How to desensitize the body to distance running? Mm. Get some white shorts. <laughs> desensitize. Why don't you answer this one, Adam? Uh, how to desensitize the body <laughs> to dip? You know, from, I'm gonna start giving you all the fucking heart. That's not yeah, that. You that's know. not a hard. That's question. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the real. Yes. Like, yeah. and, and then the, the, the ones you're gonna get out of it for like the, the chemical yeah. you know, reactions. Yeah, and, yeah. I won't supplements. even. I wouldn't even put it up on there if it's something I can't fucking answer. <laughs> Just defer. Uh, no. How did it desensitize the body from to di- to distance running or from distance running? No. So the so the question was because I read the whole thing. Um, so this person's a, di- a distance runner, okay, and they feel like their body doesn't really respond well to it in terms of fat loss because they've, of they've been doing it for so long. Here's the thing. This is interesting now. If you look at the calorie burn somebody will produce uh, doing an activity that they're very, very good at, it's lower uh, than it was when they weren't as good at it. Uh, your body becomes very efficient at that particular movement or activity, and this is a good thing. You want this ability to adapt because... Your body needs to learn how to move in its most optimal way. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. But for someone who's like this particular individual who's looking to burn more body fat and doesn't want to have to run more and more and more, it's going to be as simple as switching things up. I mean, throwing in, taking one of those distance days out and throwing in sprints will make a pretty pretty mm-hmm. good difference. You'll notice fat loss and muscle gain. Well, is this person, I mean, are we hard up on it? Did you look at their profile? Are they like a hardcore runner and they have to run? Is it like That's what they said. They said that they're that they are a distance runner. Like so that's their thing. Yeah, I mean there's it's it's hard too when people come to me and they they have like things that they won't let go of like they're a hardcore long distance runner but then they're like you know hey i want to be muscular <laughs> like i want to be really buff looking but then i want to i love to run marathons it's like well they're fucking they're, you have to compromise a lot it, of what you're doing exactly it's like you're gonna either one you're never going to be really good at either one of them because you're constantly fighting back and forth on which one's more of a priority or you decide that one's more of a priority than the other and you focus on that like Running is just it is not uh, advantageous for building muscle and vice versa. Well, distance running, yeah, long exactly distance running. That's what well, we're talking about here. Well, and yeah, and like you mentioned, so it, like sprints and like these other types of like uh, uh, you know like running patterns that maybe are a little more high intense and short short lived. Like you're you're going to get more strength and, and more reaction out of your body than you would just like constantly doing the same thing over and over again. In fact, you're you're not you're you're gonna get adapted to that pretty quickly over the years. So I I help a lot of runners out. It's um I get a lot of people, especially because I've been a part of OTF for a long time now. That you know these people are all big time cardio kings and queens, right? That's they love to run, and um they come to me and they're like Adam, you know I feel like I'm really not burning any more fat anymore, and it's tough because they're going balls to wall for an hour, and they've been doing that for five to seven days a week for a year. And it's like, well, when you tell that person, well, I, I want you to pretty much cut that out completely. Uh, they normally freak out because they think that like, oh, my God, this is what I've done to get here. You know, I'm, I'm in the best shape I've been in. And now you're telling me now to stop all that. That's- yeah, yeah. You have to look at what you're asking your body to do. I mean, you're sending the signal to your body. If you're doing lots of distance running, this is the signal that you're sending. You're sending the signal that says, 
uh, I need to move continuously in one particular motion for long periods of time, but I also need to be able to run on you know less calories because I've I'm burning so many while moving. So your body a and I don't by the way I don't need lots of strength to do it because mm. you don't you don't need lots of strength to do distance running. So your body is going to adapt in a way that reduces its cal- caloric output. In other words, you're going to lose muscle. Um, and it's going to make your movement as efficient as possible. So you're going to become a very efficient, you know, calorie, you know, storing or not burning machine. And this is what ends up happening with endurance sports. And if you need any evidence, you can simply look at the way, you know, endurance athletes tend to look and the way strength athletes tend to look. Mm -hmm. A strength athlete is sending a different uh, signal. The, The signal that they're sending is I need to be able to lift heavier and heavier weight and in order to do that i need this tissue called muscle which is going to allow me to move this heavier weight and the amount of calories that i'm burning it's not it's not as important that you make me as efficient because that's not the signal that i'm sending i mean keep in mind when you're running a you don't need lots of strength to do it um you do need strength strength is a foundation for all physical pursuits so you need some but you don't need a ton of it Mm. you're not asking the body to build more strength in other words for you know all the time number two you're asking the body to be light because being heavy starts to uh, be detrimental to, uh, to to distance activities. So yes, you will lose fat, but you'll also lose muscle. Like if you have a 240 pound shredded muscular athlete, they're not going to be as efficient than their 140 pound counterpart because they're not you know because they're having to move so much more weight. So the body is 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 actually going to. Prevent, it's going to prevent the body from trying to build muscle. So I'm not saying don't distance run, mm-hmm. but start sending different signals. So right. take some of those distance run, you know, Dis- runs out, phasing in and out. Distance running is like a, is like a sport. It's not a, it's not a good way to get in shape. Not right. by itself. And I know that stings for a lot of people to hear that. And it's why I, why I'm not a big fan of running because. So many people go after running as to think, oh, if I just run, this is a good way to get in shape. It really is not. It's the probably the most simple-minded way to get in shape because you're going to burn, 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 burn like crazy. And then just like Sal saying, the body will adapt and get smaller because it isn't. It isn't ideal to be carrying 240 pounds and be running. So eventually the body will shrink. And it'll shrink as fast as it possibly can. But it'll slow itself down, too. That's yeah. that's the other thing. It's not just about shrinking. It's about Slowing, burning less calories. It'll, exactly. Yeah. It'll become efficient. And that's why I compared it to a sport, because it will become efficient at running, just like an athlete wants to become efficient at its sport. A basketball player, a football player, a hockey player, a runner, all, their, all of these things are a sport. CrossFit. These are all sports. These are all things that your goal is to get efficient. It isn't to get in shape doing that. Sure, that sometimes is a byproduct for some people. Some people get in great shape doing CrossFit. Some people get in great shape playing football. Some people get in great shape running. Not everybody does, and it's most certainly not the most uh, ideal way for you to get in shape at all. Now, there's elements of running that I like to incorporate or give to people like when they're in pursuit of losing body fat or getting in shape. But you would you utilize it that way. It's intermittently put into your routines to help break plateaus or to increase caloric expenditure or to burn off extra calories that you've consumed. I utilize it like a tool versus a way of getting in shape because it only takes the body about two to three weeks before it really starts to get adapted to cardio. It's very, very quick. It's well, not like re- resistance training. Well, if someone's a distance runner and that's their thing and they don't compete but they love it, mm. um, I would still say you need to incorporate some resistance training and take one of those distance runs 
cut the cut the distance way down and do sprints on it. It'll actually benefit your distance running as well. And include multiplanar movement because you know your joints uh, just being like uh, in the sagittal plane and constantly running and optimizing that for your body as far as patterning is concerned you're going to experience all kinds of uh, things that, that result later on as far as wear and tear on the joints because of this constant a uh, 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 pattern that you're running all the time, like you're doing the same thing, and while doing the same thing, you get you're you're gonna notice that you're gonna lose abilities uh, with movement. So yeah, and I don't you know here's the thing, like I don't want this to come across as like us totally uh, hammering running because here's the reality: uh, you need to learn how to desensitize your body, and you know that's the word I'm using because that's the que- that was in the question that was asked. To any type of exercise you're doing. There's a reason why uh, all of our MAPS programs are broken up into phases and why we have different MAPS programs. And why, if you always are focused on bodybuilding, you're always focused on performance, or you're always focused on powerlifting or whatever, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit you to change the you know the, the adaptation that you're calling upon right. on your body you're gonna in a sense like they're saying desensitize your body to some of the stuff you're doing and what you're gonna find is in the long run better performance at the end of the day uh, for whatever your favorite you know form of performance is whether it be cosmetic or aesthetic or you know strength or whatever so this is I mean that's how our programs are broken down you, you you've got to do this I don't care if you're a runner or you could be a power lifter asking this question and I would tell the power lifter to try training in the hypertrophy range for a little bit or to try some mobility work and what'll end up happening at the end of the day is they'd come back to powerlifting they'd be better at it so yeah. even if distance running is your thing you're gonna do better off by sending some different signals sometimes well you could even say that a great thing for the power lifter if you're just a pure power lifter and you said the same question i want to lose body fat then actually telling them to run for a couple weeks actually would do that would reduce body fat any other modality is going to be ideal i mean that's just it you've become efficient you've become efficient Mm -hmm. at it and for for sport reasons that's awesome but for changing the body's makeup or changing the aesthetics or losing body fat that is not awesome yeah if you're an athlete and you're listening and you're a distance athlete or triathlete or whatever uh, MAPS performance would be the way to go. Uh, that's the program that incorporates resistance training, but is keeping your you know your goals in mind, which are you know performing at an athletic level. So that this particular individual, right. if you're listening right now, and it's I'd the say, timing, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would say go do MAPS performance and include this in your running, and um, and then watch what happens. You'll see that your right. body will start burning body fat again. Xavier's in five. What are your thoughts on target heart rate and max heart rate? range i like this one because we as trainers i don't know if you we guys, were taught this this was like uh probably this was the fat burning yeah, zone for oh, about two to three years it's in my, been on every treadmill yeah and for at least two to three years of my career device. i think this was like the way i closed everybody on training was do you, <laughs> do you know your target heart rate oh you don't yeah oh my oh, god you're wasting your time it's the most efficient place for you to burn fat if yeah. you don't know that oh my god let me help you you know yeah. that was yeah. like that was the uh, that was the close for sure. Um, obviously, years of continuing to uh, evolve as a trainer and grow, you realize that uh, it has less and less of an importance. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that it has no relevance whatsoever. There is uh, there is something that's important to the target heart rate. Yeah, under- the only people I would ever tell to really focus on heart rate are people who are training specifically for a type of performance. 
that's where you're going to get that's where you're going to start to squeeze out different things out of you know you know monitoring your heart rate and trying to imp- you know improve your vo2 max and, i have and others that your resting heart rate yeah i mean be able to notice trends yeah i mean otherwise it's almost like i mean it's like it's such a trivial thing here's the thing like back in the day they showed some studies that showed that a greater percentage of calories came from fat if someone trained within a certain heart rate zone but if you do the math and you figure out how many extra calories that is you know in reality it's it's splitting hairs and Training at a higher heart rate might burn less, you know, percentage from fat, but you're burning so many more calories overall that it doesn't even matter. You're still burning more fat. That's exactly right. You that's- know, it's, so it's kind of that's what I mean. Like telling someone to to train with a heart rate. Maybe if I had a client who I you know had a tough time training at a certain intensity, so I can give them some objective. Say, okay, train at this heart rate because I know you're lazy. You're not going to you know train at a particular intensity. I could I could see some other stuff. Well, a lot of it is affected by like medications and stuff like that too, like for yeah, blood drink pressure. Drink a cup of coffee. That, like yeah. So, you know, for me like a lot of times like that was an issue, so we had to like realize that your heart rate is going to be lower significantly because of blood pressure medication you're on or whatever the case it is. Uh but it's really uh, I mean, it, like Sal was saying, it's 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 like a performance-minded uh, a tool that you can use. Like if if you're with a high-performance athlete that is looking for all these incremental little edges, uh, and especially if they're maybe they're a long-distance runner, cyclists, or, or, or something like that, they're very in tuned with their heart rate because they want to see, um, you know, how they can they press it even further. Correct. Yeah, I think I agree with you guys 100. percent Probably number one, somebody who is trying to increase VO2, that they are driven around right. uh, the heart rate. So, which would be, this would be an elite, elite athlete, right? Somebody who's focused on that, your cyclists, maybe some runners, swimmers, some people like that. Uh, at the elite level, this would have some relevance. The other person where I can see, and I have used this even for myself, is what Sal, Sal uh, mentioned, like where this uh, where this got its legs, right? Was that we've they've done studies to show that you know, when you're in your target heart rate, isn't necessarily the time that you burn the most fat or the only time you'll burn fat. And if you're not in it, it's that it's the most efficient mm. and efficient. The way they use the word efficient is that, like he said, a higher percentage of the, the calories burned are coming from fat versus possibly elsewhere. Now, where would that be important? The only place I could find that important, other than like we said, the athletes is someone who's like 3% body fat. And they're getting ready to get on stage and they're leaning down for a show. That person, they don't even, they're already catabolic because they're in this hardcore deficit. They have very little body fat. We're trying to hold on to every less fraction of muscle that matters before they hit stage. So I never want them to push any harder than that. Sure. But it's also, it's also one, I mean, what you're talking about is also one small variable. In like a whole host of them. Let me give you an example. Like if you're, if all you ever did was train in your target heart rate, you would be an endurance athlete. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That's that zone that they train in, right? And if I know people who lift weights and don't do any endurance training and are shredded, and I know endurance athletes who are not, um, it's actually there's a lot of things you want to keep into account. And I think it's been disproven anyway because they'll compare high intensity cardio to steady state and they'll find that the high intensity cardio when done properly may be more effective because it's also trying to build muscle at the same time and Mm -hmm. there's lots of things to keep in mind there uh so it's not even it's not a panacea it's not even close to that in terms of you know helping you burn more body fat i i don't even care about it to be honest with you anymore i i go off of perceived exertion and right you know train hard here or go easy here and that's pretty much it i think yeah and i mean 
even pursuing that even further, like I'm always the one looking for metrics and, and things that I can gravitate towards that are going to be able to highlight, um, you know, adaptations or, or benefits that I can, I can sort of teach with my clients and stuff. And, and so I was looking into HRV and heart rate variability and like, what that what that was going to provide with as far as like uh you know the the stress and in the levels that that I'm working with going into a high stress workout like what kind of levels do I need to increase is this going to be a super intense day is this going to be a light to moderate day you know like I was really hoping that that was going to be something that uh could be a metric that would be like yeah okay this is this is going to really identify it when you know working through that and trying to trying to give it a fair go like it just was so all over the place yeah. and and there's just so many factors involved with uh what affects your heart rate and uh you know flutters and uh you know genetics and you know whatever it is like a, a conversation with somebody raises the heart rate you know so it's just like for me i'm, I'm kind of like so i just like well you know it, it's too ir- irregular and it's it's not something that it's I can almost lean ir- on. it's almost irrelevant it wouldn't yeah, even yeah irrelevant. it wouldn't even crack the top Maybe twenty. Yeah, fifty. You say wow. I, I, mean, say I don't 20. see anything. I would say twenty for sure. I just don't. I just don't even care. I, I haven't told clients to monitor their heart rate while they were exercising, aside from a few like, like I said, high level athletes or trying to train for VO two max or mm-hmm. you know or to improve the VO two. I should say or you know maybe clients on beta blockers or whatever that I actually need to like monitor. Right. Other than that, like. No, not even. I don't, I've never for myself. I've never done it, and it, it doesn't yeah. make a difference. The only time, like I said, I've done is for show, getting down in that that lean mm-hmm. that I've kept myself in that range, just mm-hmm. because everything else is okay. fucking perfect. So let's just done. say, save it for the elite level. Let's just <laughs> yeah. say that. Chris Sylvie is asking if there's any correlation between stomach ulcers and supplements. Uh, this is a good question. And Are there? It, it's actually a smart question. It's a very very smart question. So. Hmm. So stomach ulcers are, we know what they what causes them now. Uh, back in the day, we thought it was just stress uh, that caused them and high, you know, uh, lots of uh, acid production in the stomach, which is true. Uh, lots of acid and stress can contribute to ulcers. However, we know that most people have an infection uh, from a bacteria called uh, H. pylori. H. pylori is a bacteria the, that can occur in the gut that can attack the mucosal lining in the stomach, destroy it, and then your normal stomach acid now doesn't have a buffer between the stomach tissue and itself, and then it, it'll cause ulcers. The mucosal lining is a very, very, very important part of gut health, and if that breaks down, you can have lots of problems, and it can contribute to uh, everything from ulcers, like we're saying, to um, leaky gut syndrome. So it's very important to have a healthy mucosal lining so in the gut. What exactly is an ulcer as far as it like it being um, like an infected kind of like a cyst or is it It's like a sore. Like just a sore like, inside Yeah, it's an, inside it's, your stomach. It's literally lining. an ulcer like you would get like a bed ulcer if someone laid in bed too long or whatever. It's uh, literally a sore and it's happening because the 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 mucosal lining is gone um or in that part or whatever and uh, you know your your acid starts to eat away at your stomach basically like, like justin asked though how different is that then from like a cyst because that's pretty a cyst is more of a growth is that why is that yeah the yeah difference it's yeah more? it's not a fluid filled cyst it's nothing like that um but ulcers it's gotta be painful though uh, uh ulcers can be very painful you can get them in your esophagus uh there's there's muco you know mucosa inside your your lungs and your you know there's our bodies are coated with 
mucus in, in, in different areas and it protects them. It's, it's, it's a lining. And when, when it breaks down in the gut, um, and like I said, the H. pylori, you know, bacteria is one of the, one of the main reasons it can cause that. Same thing with overconsumption of, uh, certain NSAIDs like ibuprofen. Yeah. Uh, you can consume too that. much of that and it can break down the, uh, the mucosal lining and cause ulcers. Now, that being said, Here's why I will I, I will say very loosely that there potentially could be a risk for increase of these issues when taking supplements. We know that many, if not most, of the supplements that you take, including protein powders um, and pre-workout supplements, contain uh, artificial sweeteners and uh, lots of you know ingredients in them that that are designed to make your supplement palatable. And I want to I want to be real clear here: most of the money that goes into your supplement, most of the money and research that goes into your supplements does not go into your supplements in terms of making them effective. So if you got a, a pre-workout supplement, most of the money... did to make them tasty, huh? That's right. Yeah. Most of the money did not go into making it an effective, like this is going to build muscle, improve recovery. No, the least amount of money went into that. Most of the money went into giving it the right color, the right texture, the right taste, and the right packaging. So, and then that's a lot of chemicals. That's a lot of science right there. And we know that those things, especially artificial sweeteners, interact with uh, your, your gut flora. Your gut flora, and throwing off your gut flora uh, will and, and has is very strongly connected to messing up your mucosal lining of your stomach, which can lead to things like ulcers, among other things. So, uh, and it's it's interesting, you know. Um, I have a lot of friends in the fitness industry, and we all started taking supplements and working that you know out around the same time. Most of us have gut issues now. Most of us have autoimmune issues now. Yeah. I mean, it's common all over the place, and it wasn't nearly as common before. And I, I you know, I, I'm trying to connect the dots here, but I, I have to think that that has something to do with it. You know, um, I know that our our di- diversity of our gut flora is much lower than our parents, and our parents is lower than their parents, and so forth. So, I, I there's definitely changes that are happening. And so I can definitely tell. Look, if you have if you have ulcers or you have issues with your gut, I'll highly recommend you take nothing, no artificial sweeteners. But if you're perfectly healthy, I'll still say probably want to stay away. It's not conclusive, but evidence is starting to point to the fact that it's pro it's it's probably altering your gut flora, and and you probably don't want to do that. You definitely want to do that. That's tied to so much of your health. And there's this you know interesting. It's funny, right? Uh, I was thinking this this morning. Actually, I sent you guys a text to remind me to, to talk about this, and I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on this at one point, but I want to bring it up. And it's funny because when you talk about things like artificial sweeteners or colors or chemicals or whatever, people tend the, the, the people that argue in support of them will say things like, oh, they're benign. They don't affect the body. They go right through you. Let me, let me be very clear here. There's not a single fucking thing that you put in your body. It doesn't affect the rest of your body. That doesn't somehow, somehow affect you. Water. Water is a chemical that when you drink, it affects the, the, the cells and molecules of your body. Yeah. And it interacts with certain things. They call it nutrigenomics. Yeah. Every, uh, oxygen. Yeah. Breathe in air. Air is not benign. I can give you too much oxygen and it can be toxic. Anything, everything that goes in your body has some kind of an effect. Right. So even... So think of it that way and think of what you put in your body. And if it's something that was created. That's such a good point. People think just because it's zero calorie, you think that, it oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's not zero nothing. Calorie. You're not going to get affected at all with and, the chemicals. Right. And just because we haven't. And, and, and also think about it this way. Like we had an interview recently with uh, Sean Stevenson. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he doesn't like to recommend supplements at all. But if he recommends anything, 
it's usually an herb that has been used in some culture for thousands and thousands of years. And he made some very good points about that. Like a lot of these supplements, you know, artificial sweeteners, they haven't been around very long and people are going to, you know, get mad and be like, what are you talking about? They've been on the market for like 60 years or 70 years. That's not that fucking long. It hasn't been around for generations. Yeah, to see a whole what 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 it how it affects a whole generation, right? We or yeah. or, or generations. Yeah. We don't look that healthy. Let's be honest. Look look around. <laughs> we don't we don't know we don't know any of this shit. We just are now learning that the guidelines for carbohydrate intake are way off, and that's probably what's causing obesity. Like we don't know a lot of this shit. It hasn't been around forever. Humans have not been consuming it forever. So well, we know we taking know- supplements for the most part. Is probably not a good idea, especially the artificial shit. You know, stick to stuff that's been around for a while. Well, here's what's happened too with a lot of those because they're such short studies and they've shown okay, no one's died from it yet. Now, now it's like compare 60 years ago or whenever artificial sweeteners first came around. Like, where did they see it or how often did you see it? Now it's in everything, right? Like you, I think what do they say? Like 80% of the store has some sort of artificial sweetener in it. Something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, let me say this. Like, okay. The stringent, the absolute most stringent uh, regulations that we have in this country are regulations for pharmaceuticals. Okay. They're they're very heavily, heavily regulated. It can cost the pharmaceutical company close to $1 billion from conception to actual passing regulations and putting on the market. Huge investment because there's lots of testing. Take It's like 10 years of testing before it gets on the market. Do you know how many drugs get taken off the market every year that mm. were previously approved? And yeah. then they and then they come back and be like, oh, fuck. Right. Take it off because we're seeing all these other adverse effects. All the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. And I, I can't remember. There's an actual website you can go on. I that know. Will list. Was, Sean Stevens, that was another point that he brought up. Like, he listed a couple, like, drugs on there. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah, it'll list like, it'll list all the ones that are getting taken off. And they all passed yeah. all these crazy, you know, super strict regulations. So stick to the, you know, I don't know, stick to the stuff we've been eating forever. And, and I'm not saying because it's better, um, because I'm sure along the lines, uh, you know, as we get smarter, as science gets better, as whatever... We're going to create artificial things that are going to be really good for us, I'm sure. But we don't fucking know. We don't know right. enough yet. And it can't compete with, you know, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. So, you know, don't take any of that shit. You want to take a pre-workout? Drink some coffee. I tell you what, man. Uh, Chimera coffee, best pre-workout I've ever had. And, and as I drink it more consistently, I feel better and better and better. And I've never had a pre-workout that even compares to that. And it's natural. It's coffee. Right. Mm-hmm. Rep JM90 is asking, how do you incorporate the YouTube exercises such as windmills into the MAPS programs? That's a good question. That's right? a good question. Yeah. Uh, so if people don't know, <laughs> we have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Now. Mind Pump TV. Um, mm-hmm. And we list lots of different exercises, um, movements. You, some of them you've never seen before. Some of them are very common and we kind of break them down. Um he was asking, so he has... Uh, this was a longer, he had MAPS performance, Yeah, let me read right? the whole thing so you you understand here. So how would you best incorporate uh, what you guys have been featuring on the YouTube and your Instagram into your MAPS programs? For example, I'm in phase one in MAPS Green, and I want to incorporate windmills, Turkish get-ups, so I'm adding them to my mobility work. Mm-hmm. I also want to include farmer walks, step-ups, and some other movements, so I'm... I'm splitting splitting them up between the three workouts and adding them to the end. Is this a good way, or do you recommend something else? So this is this is a a, a great question, so people understand the whole purpose of why we why we created the YouTube channel, how it uh, works uh, with our program. Something that for those that have just like started tuning in with us in the last probably six months or so, it's been a while since we talked about 
um, when we created a program, it was really it took us a long time to almost a year before we started rolling things out because we did not want to uh, create anything cookie cutter. And right. we always knew that even all these programs that we would lay out as detailed as they were and the way we phase be limitations even still, yeah, it would still be limitations. And we wanted to provide what we would end up calling mods and we would create this channel to where people have options. So this is a big purpose uh, for the YouTube channel. So if you're not tuned in, if you're not, if you don't have a program, get a program, get into YouTube. And this is how we're going to use this. And it's going to forever grow. Now, Justin has, the maps, I think probably green is the the hardest to explain. Wouldn't you guys say? Because I feel like red or black, it's very yeah. cut and dry. If you if we teach you a, There's a lot of more moving parts. Yes, right. Because if I teach you a, um, for example, I just showed a great rear delt exercise, mm-hmm. and I mentioned on there this would be great for focus sessions. If deltoids are one of the things, your shoulders are one of the things that you want to uh, develop, then this would replace uh, an exercise or be added to your focus sessions. Where so it's pretty cut and dry, right? But with uh, mobility and performance in green, you know, like Justin's saying, it's everything's connected. It's their full body type movements. Right. How does somebody incorporate that? Yeah. I mean, how do you get better movement? Like, I mean, we actually had to even add a couple adaptations to it that were unique to performance and like athletic minded uh, movement. And like, I, I like how you described that he had already been incorporating these things. Uh, so another point that Adam makes, like as far as going through the process, you know, the first time through, like that's really the ideal situation is that you get through and you you really have a great understanding of why we put things the way we put them first, as far as the foundation of what uh, the program is. Now we come back, we, we extract these things like we're showing in the YouTube. Like I actually do a lot of what you're talking about as far as incorporating a windmill, incorporating a Turkish getup, uh, you know, farmer walks, you know, these types of things are like great great movements um that i will either i will use with purpose so if it's if it's to provide a a, a movement skill or to assess my movement ability uh you know turkish get up you know windmill those types of things i want to make sure that i have the ability to communicate to you know through my upper body and lower body efficiently and have that cross-sectional firing have that rotation uh, you know, be really intricate in my movement patterns. Uh, those are things that are important to me. And so, um, you know, as far as like incorporating my, my mobility days, I might just work on that as a skill, as far as movement as being my skill. That's my, that's my focus. And, and, and if I'm not moving properly in those types of movements, I'm going to, you know, utilize more mobility techniques to bring that up. Uh, as well, you could also use it for strength. So if, like I'm doing a farmer walk too, like I'm, I'm strengthening, uh, you know, keeping my shoulders depressed and retracted and I'm walking with it, but I'm reinforcing that posture that I can take into my lifts. And so I might be priming, uh, you know, some movements, uh, so, some exercises in my workout. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of different ways that you can utilize them. However, um, you know, that's why they're, they're in, in excess to what we have as the base. Well, here's the thing. So this, this does it highlights a couple things. Number one, uh, this highlights a question like this really highlights one of the many detriments to a body part split routine. Let me explain if today's, you know, like what day do I do a farmer walk on? What day do I do a windmill on? Right. You know, what day do I do some of these movements that incorporate so much of my body? 
today's, you know, I know a windmill will work my back, but it also works my shoulder and mm-hmm. a little bit of my hamstrings. Well, yeah. fuck, what day do I put it on? You know, farmer walks. I mean, is this like for your traps? Yeah, farmer walks. I guess yeah. it's for your grip, but it actually works everything. Well, right? this is why there's such a disconnect with. Uh, I don't know. Like sometimes I I I don't really have a lot to contribute to the the mindset of like I want to build up my traps. I want to build up my shoulders. Like what? Like for me, like I, you know, I want everything to to produce a movement. Well, I, so I've been incorporating a lot of these 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 exercises into my workouts, and I do do full body workouts, so I don't run into that problem. I'm not running, but I do run into sometimes where do I place it in my workout? Uh-huh. Because I may not want to fatigue something if I'm working something yeah, else. Right, it's right, a very right. good question. Yeah. So here's the thing: uh, if you do if you do movements like this early on in your workout, it's because you're trying to make them the focus of your workout, and you want to get stronger and really focus on the resistance. If you do them at the end, you're going to practice them as a skill. You're going to go light, and I'm just practicing and going through the full range of motion. Or you can do it on off days, and if you do it on off days, it could be used either way. I can go in there and kind of do it hard and heavy. Uh, but realize that it may you need to you know maybe reduce the intensity on the day because you know, it might carry your soreness might carry over into your foundational. Or days. again, go. I'm going at it and I'm going to do it a little easier. Like the other day, I you know I I did uh, deadlifts. I started with heavy deadlifts, and then I went to windmills. Now windmills, you get some posterior chain with windmills, mm-hmm. and you get some of that lower back in windmills. And I did them after my deadlifts because I wanted to maintain that strength for that big heavy deadlift. But I also didn't want to do it at the end of my workout because it used it uses up so much of my body. It's, I'm not going to do it after I did everything. I wanted to do it right around the same time I did my deadlifts. But again, if you train your full body three days a week with heavy, hard workouts like we prescribe in all of our MAPS programs, um, it's, it's much easier to throw in all these awesome exercises. And let me tell you something right now, and I'm learning this firsthand myself, uh, Compound complex movements, barbell, kettlebell, dumbbell movements, you know, movements that utilize the entire body. Uh, not only are they more functional, we've always known that in terms of You're making it. Mo- you'll build more muscle, yeah. period. Yeah. Period. Like you will build. Your I, signal I, gets louder. Dude, end of story. I personally haven't done, I've done maybe curls once or twice last week and the week before. And my arms are more defined and more muscular. Because I'm utilizing some of these bigger movements with kettlebells and with barbells and dumbbells and, you know, I'm doing heavier pulling movements. I'm doing more of these presses with different angles. I'm working in different planes of motion and my body's looked, it looks better and I feel better than I've ever, you know, felt and looked before. So these movements are, and they, they, they're, they're up there, man. They're gold. Like the windmill, for example, I'd consider it's, it's a foundational movement. A walk, a farmer walk. It's definitely pretty fucking foundational. And it's funny because the foundational movements tend to mimic you know, what we would do is for hard labor or what kind of strength you would need in the real world. Walking yeah. while holding something is pretty functional. Well, this is also why I, I love our forum because this is a lot of the dialogue. What we're, the dialogue we're having right now is a lot of the communication that we have with our people on our forum because this is an excellent question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the purpose of why we created the YouTube, why we created mods, why we created these programs. And we encourage people to interchange stuff. But the couple things to take away. One, the, I, I always recommend to people to go through all the, all the program, the nine months of training the way we set it up first. I mean, you are going to get so much bang for your buck by literally following things to a T. Then when you come back through these programs, like say you're revisiting red or you're revisiting green, you know, now we're starting to get really creative and we're starting to add a lot of different unique moves in there. You know, and we just said that 
beginning can be good, the end can be good, or on the mobility day. So really, there's lots of flexibility. It really just depends on what's more of a priority to you. Sal mentioned he does it at the end of workout. I tend to do those moves before I work out, mm-hmm. I, and but I'm not really doing them really heavy. I'm really just I like the way I because I feel like a, like a Turkish get up or like the windmill. It's such a full body move. It connects my entire. Yeah. I feel so warmed up after it mm-hmm. that when I go into all my any of my other bigger lifts, man, I feel I feel right as soon as I get in that. Normally, like if I like, for example, yesterday I literally did this. I did windmills yesterday, and then I went into a dumbbell press. Uh, never would have ever done that before. Boy, did I feel so connected. Normally, I feel like the first set or two of dumbbell presses is like, you know, a shoulder's waking up and the cracking and the popping and kind of really focusing on squeezing my scapula back. And a, a lot of it's just getting, man, I got right into them 90-pound dumbbells my first set, and they just flew up, and then I was right into it. And it felt just amazing because it just connected my body. So I'm not trying to become super, super strong at the windmill mm-hmm. it's but i i do want to see myself slowly progress and it's really just to prime my body so you could put it in the middle you could put it at the end you could put it on the mobility yeah. so there's a lot of flexibility just depends on your priorities well right? here's what's exciting about doing these 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 forgotten movements or these old school you know functional foundational movements here's what's exciting about them once you start doing them and you start practicing the form and you start to feel comfortable with the form you start to experience those newbie strength gains. Yes. Okay. So remember the first time you started barbell squatting great point. properly, or the first time you started deadlifting properly, mm-hmm. and it, and once you got the form down, all of a sudden it was like ten pounds stronger. Every it's pretty rapid. Very in the beginning, it's very yeah. rapid because a lot of it is CNS adaptation, right? Yeah. You just get strength gains fast and furious. Well, that's what I'm experiencing right now with some of these movements because I never really made them a part of my routine, or, you know, regular part of my routine. That's what you're going to experience. So, you know, I know some of you thinking right now are like, look, I'm just looking to look better. I really don't care. I just want to work out my lats, my, you know, my, my delts, and I want to hit my body parts or whatever. Incorporate some of these movements, get good at them, and your strength gains are going to go up very quickly in these exercises. And believe me, there's a lot of carryover into your other exercises. And, of course, as we all know, strength contributes to how you look. So even if your goal is just to look a certain way, this is, look, this is why... We created the Sexy Athlete Bundle. We literally took MAPS Performance, which is totally mobility-based, and we took MAPS Aesthetic, which is totally how-you-look-based, and we combined them, and we teach you how to blend them and mix them, whether you're more aesthetic-based or, or you know uh, orientated, or if you're more mobility-orientated, you can take them and kind of do both at the same time, um, which is kind of what I'm doing in my routine now. But, I mean, the, the strength, like I said, the strength gains, Fast and furious. And so I encourage you to try these different movements. Throw them in your routine. Take out one of your exercises you do all the time. Throw this one in. The first couple weeks are going to be kind of weird because you get used to them. But I pro- after that, you're going to see strength gains go up very quickly and your body's going to change. It's yeah. going to blow you away. So listen, if you like Mind Pump, go on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. If we pick your review, we're going to send you a free t-shirt. Also go to Mind Pump TV on YouTube. Check out our new YouTube channel. We got all the exercises that we're talking about. And then some. We got more stuff there too. And also go to mindpumpmedia.com. That's where you can find Maps Performance, Maps Anabolic, Maps Aesthetic, Maps Anywhere. You can get the Super Bundle or you can even check out the Sexy Athlete Bundle. Available right now. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. 
Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.